0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minute hosts talk about one minute of the greatest non-Star Trek films, the 1988 John McTiernan-directed movie, Die Hard. I'm David Stoker of the Star Trek Minute.
1: And I'm Chris LaSalle, also of the Star Trek Minute. Hey Chris, welcome back. Hey Dave, good to be back. It's Wednesday, right? It is, it's Wednesday. Awesome. This is one of our normal days, right? It is. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. com.
0: We are joined once again by our lovely wives, Kathy and Candace.
2: Hello. Hey, guys.
0: And we are entering Back to the Future Land with Minute 88. 88 miles per hour. Did
2: you say Back to the Future Land? Wait. I did. <laughs> You're so cute.
0: You see and what in this- there? And oh. this minute starts with Hans and Carl discussing one of their comrades in arms and ends with Hans sending Christmas wishes to Theo. Aww. Aww. That's sweet. It is. So when we last left off last minute, Hans, Hans had started saying, in Sri Lanka, the nine members of the Asian Dawn movement.
2: Now that just makes me think of Red Dawn, really.
0: Ooh, there's
1: a
2: good movie But I know that's not. But that's the only thing Asian Dawn.
1: Yeah So should we continue our game Is
2: well, Was Kevin Bacon in there Oh Oh well, that's easy Right Ken, Someone in Red Dawn Is linked to Kevin Bacon Surely
1: Kevin Bacon Was he in Red Dawn Was he in Red Dawn No He should have no, been
2: No Patrick Swayze C. would see Thomas Howell Who's the curly haired
1: Charlie Sheen Oh Jennifer no, Grey Oh no I've seen Charlie
2: someone Sheen, else Charlie Sheen
0: Leah Thompson
2: Leah Thompson That's who I was Jennifer
0: Grey so we can okay, connect Bacon. Back to the Future to the to this somehow with Lee Thompson connected <laughs> because to, I you know. said Red Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dawn connected to Lee Thompson Dawn. connected to Back to the Future, and
3: we still need our Kevin Bacon connection. We get yeah. we get
0: Doc Brown who's in Star Trek uh, Search for Spock. So it all circles back to us. It does. And this is, happens to be minute 88. So I'm glad we got Doc Brown in there somehow.
2: There we go.
1: Well done. We, so should back connect, to, we should connect every episode to a Movies by Minute podcast.
0: Sure. But back to Minute 88, we're talking about the Revolutionary Brothers and Sisters of Hans and Carl.
1: Yes, the made-up Revolutionary Brothers. So
0: Asian Don, not real.
2: It's not real? Did you confirm that?
1: I found an Asian Don Facebook group. Yes. <laughs> Have you clicked on it? <laughs> I do not want to click on the Asian Don <laughs> Facebook God knows what I will find there. <laughs> So, oh Hans,
0: so Hans goes on to say that, you know, when his uh, revolutionary brothers and sisters are free, they'll bring the hostages to the roof. They'll go to the L.A. International Airport off. and then they'll get further instructions. They only have two hours to get this done.
2: That's not realistic. I mean, no one could get that done in two hours. I mean, come on.
0: I mean, yeah, he's, deputy, so- he's deputy chief Dwayne Robinson.
2: It's not I not the he president. Could get, he could get anything done. I disagree. I do, too. How's he going to get these people released? He says, I don't
3: have the authority. I can't authorize. Two hours is not enough.
0: Well, then Deputy Chief Dwayne Robinson needs to get out of the way.
2: Well, yeah. Don't they have, like, a terrorist, like, some negotiator instead? I mean, talking to this police chief. (laughs)
1: He's (laughs) out of his element.
3: Right, that's why, again, I think Deputy. it comes back to suspending our disbelief, because I agree with you, Candace. Like, I just feel like they don't have the right people in there.
0: I think it's all part of Hans's master plan of deception. Mm-hmm. Misdirection.
2: It's all misdirection. Smoke there's, and mirrors.
1: There's so many red flags here, though. Even So one of the things I do I do like about this, this minute, you know, up until this point, I think Deputy Chief Dwayne Robinson has been a bit of a jerk yeah right he's just coming across as you know type A and getting after everybody he's talking to and talking down to people but we immediately get this flip when he's talking to Gruber he sounds like you know oh, oh sorry what excuse me sir what is it that you yeah. want he gets all like whatever type b um so I well, think that's... Well,
2: you make it sound like type B's bad
1: well what's the I'm opposite not... of type what's the opposite of type a type Z I
2: don't know man. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying that he's the, just the, different the the than his the, the show is the show he's putting on. He goes from being
0: drops. an aggressive DB to being a very passive, you know, sort of, you know, almost dominated person. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. I and I think this is the true Dwayne Robinson. Yeah. Oh. So, Would you agree? I think
2: most people probably are like that when they're real big jerks like that. Really, they are just
0: So he's just a big bully.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: When a bully's confronted, yeah. he'll back down.
2: There you go.
1: This is very he, Paul Gleason's pretty, uh, pretty consistent with his characters. Then isn't he?
0: Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> bullying back. Uh, I almost said back to the future. He's just like that in Breakfast Club. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Who's Danny?
0: Danny's just Danny. one of the guys off the... Off the You know, he's he's one of the guys who's running the tape machine.
3: Oh, and then who's Theo? Is Theo the guy that's the controller guy?
0: Theo is the he's the guy that does all the hacking and all the computer stuff.
2: Okay. Okay. All I can think of is he's like Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like he's got his little like cable ribbed mm. sweater on and his glasses and he's just very he's, I don't know.
1: He's waiting to break out and, <laughs> right. and to he's dance. To do a
2: dance. <laughs> play some Tom Jones. Yeah.
1: I, I I know we can't, you know, really go outside the minutes. Um but I do, I wonder where, how come Theo is not in a sequel? Let me just put it, put that question out there. We don't have to
0: answer it. Well, I'll answer that with a question. Are any of these characters in a sequel?
1: Uh, well, John McLean, I think, is in the next one. <laughs> uh, we're talking villains now. We're not
0: talking main characters. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, no, not the geez, not that I know
0: of well I mean, are not, any villains well, I then, mean well, why just, are you making the assumption film. that Theo would be in the next movie yeah. if none of them are
1: well again i and i I'm gonna apologize to our other teams, right this Theo's the only what? bad guy that survives, isn't he
0: well, is he?
1: You're answering all my asking. Answering well, my uh, questions, I'm, and questions.
0: I'm thinking. Well, I mean, we're getting into territory about minutes that aren't necessarily ours. So I don't necessarily want to answer and be like, "Well, is Thiel the only one that lives?" Do we know that? Giving lives? it away. Right, here's what I'm going to do. Here's going to do. Do they find that. Spock? Or no, or not? scratch that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to turn that around, Candace.
1: Yeah. Well done. All right. I, I deserve that. that. One. I deserve that. All right. So this is what I'm going to do instead. So rather than us debate it. Um, I'm okay. going to throw the question up the line to the other teams.
2: Oh,
0: right.
1: Yes. Why
2: isn't there a sequel or something with right. him in it? Why is he I... that good of a character?
0: So let me ask you this, Chris: Do you think that Theo's a, a cool character? Oh my God, yeah. Theo's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I like Theo yeah. as well.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, uh, yeah, I think he's. I mean, he's a little. He's a little obnoxious with some. Actually, no. I, I think I, I. I like the lines he has. I like the job he has. Yeah. Um, I like
0: his sass and attitude.
1: Uh, he doesn't quite fit the mold with the rest of the crew.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he doesn't it's... seem like he's a terrorist.
1: No, he, they definitely hired him for his. You know, he's the brains and yep. uh, the safe cracker. Um,
3: What's the guy? Other guy doing in the background when he's talking to Hans? There's CEO, when... and then there's a guy in the background. Is he doing stuff in the computer too?
0: Well, they're...
1: I think it was... They're, They're drilling, drilling right, right now. now. They're, They're drilling in the safe. Oh, that's
3: right, that's right.
0: So he needs he needs he has his little assistant down there helping him. Okay. And you know, Theo's in search of a miracle.
3: And who's that's, the guy with Hans, the blonde haired person?
2: That's Carl. He's so casual. Yeah, that's to what I was nap. gonna
3: say. It looks like he's gonna take a nap.
2: Yeah, he's just like, Hey, look how cool I look. I with do... my Fabio
3: yeah. hair.
0: Well, Carl takes a journey in this movie. I mean, he goes from, you know, being PO'd when John kills his brother. And then now Careful. he's now yeah. he's very relaxed. And later in the movie, he becomes what? enraged again.
2: Oh. I said not want you to talk too much about I wasn't,
0: it. I wasn't giving too much away there.
2: Yeah,
1: okay. No, I, I agree. I was uh, I was distracted in this scene by Carl's demeanor. Because he looks, yeah, he looks pretty... I mean, this this scene's a little bit, especially this line, right? Is the Asian Don? It's played for laughs, right? Yeah. I read it in Time Magazine. That's that's supposed to be funny, and so he's just setting up the joke here. But yeah, he shouldn't. He should be pacing the room it's right now. It's a little now. comfortable. Yeah. I... Right. So it makes you wonder if this this sequence. But do you... well. I know it could have been. It, it, they're talking to the police, so it's after things
0: have gone down and after Carl's yeah.
1: brother was killed.
0: Right. So. But um, do you yeah. think that? I I. Outside of Theo, who's obviously busy on another floor doing what he's doing, I don't think you could put another character there to foil Hans. You, you just couldn't, because no one else has any personality. I mean, they're very stale, typical terrorist characters. Not very, you know, they don't have much dialogue. They're waving guns around, that's about it. So he's the I only one that has any kind of meat to his part. So I buy that he's in there with Hans. Because you would not it's either Hans is alone or it's Carl. There's no one else. Right.
3: Right. Yeah, I would agree. He's got a watch on Candace. Carl does.
2: Oh, that might have been the watch I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was John's. I think it was Carl's.
3: I
0: do like Carl's watch.
2: The
3: more that I look at Carl, he looks like Michael Bolton.
2: Well, you know, I have to say, I have always been a fan of long hair. And I did like Michael Bolton's long hair. And so, yeah, I, I'm okay with his hair. It doesn't like- bother me.
3: That Andre Agassi look from the 80s I loved too. Andre Agassi. Yep,
2: loved him. So, yeah. throw so, your hair out,
3: Chris?
1: Yeah, jeez, my hair is like so short. I'm feeling a little <laughs> odd. Did you have a uh, a poster of Andre? I did. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Kathy.
3: No, but I'm, I think I had like one of those small pinups of uh, Michael Bolton from like Teen Beat magazine or something. What about I'm you, Jay? When when I'm one tenderness. When a man loves a woman. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Who, say, who says, does Hans say it's Christmas, Theo, Theo, it's the time of miracles?
1: Yes. Yes, I love that line. That's How a great com- line. Why do
3: you love that line, Chris?
1: It's so, I don't know, you know, Hans is so, he just kind of drips, you know, villainy <laughs> and tough guy. And, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's Christmas, Theo. It's it, it's In a way, it's like almost a break from the character. And uh, like, oh, is that the real Hans we're seeing there? Or is he just being... Sarcastic.
0: Yeah, to me it's the delivery. It's not the line yes. itself like saying it's Christmas Theo, it's the time of miracles. It reminds me of how you could deliver, you know, these pretzels are making me thirsty. It's all in the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas nice. Theo. It's the time of miracles. You know, it's just how we I want this.
2: you to do the pretzels, Dave. The
0: pretzels. <laughs>
3: yeah. What is that from? Seinfeld. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> is that Kramer?
1: It's Kramer. It's everybody. They all She's get a
0: chance. It. Yeah, because everyone gives their own delivery of the line, and it's like you could right. you could deliver that line a hundred oh, yeah, different ways. But it's the way, like you said, Chris. How right. Hans is such a villain in this movie that when he says this to Theo, it's like light and bubbly. It's like it's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. It's a great, just a great line and great delivery.
2: I yeah. wonder if he says that line in Love Actually. <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps>
0: You, oh. I'm oh. going to watch that after this and find out because I'm sure there's someone <laughs> named Theo in the am that he said that too <laughs>
1: uh, yeah that is one of my favorite Gruber-isms is that, is that line there Just and it is because of the delivery because it could have just been dripping with you know
0: it's Christmas Theo
2: well I mean every line is about delivery right
0: yes so be of good cheer and call me when you hit the Oh, the what? The what? We'll, we'll find okay. out next minute. Oh.
3: Say one other thing about Theo. When he's, he's like sticking his finger in his ear, like I, with his headset on. I just feel like that's so, like that's what you're supposed to do with a headset is make sure your finger's in your ear. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can hear you.
1: Yeah, I totally, you know what, Kathy? It's funny you say that. Because, yeah, that's such a cliche or trope right. or like, so I'm. Canis and I are both wearing headsets here, and you guys probably are too, right? Yes. And I have I have one ear uncovered, and I have not once put my finger in my ear. Yeah,
2: but okay. In Theo's defense, he's in a building with explosions and stuff, so yeah, he might want to cover up his he's ear. Got, that's going to hear everything. He's Got else. a
0: high-powered drill behind him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, no, I
3: know it's okay. 1988. Also, so his his headset might not be as you know oh. tech-savvy right. as ours. But yeah, no, I just I just think it looks funny.
1: Yeah. Dave, I thought you said he, he was going to have to hit a high note, so he was trying to, That's why he's getting ready
2: to.
0: How about this, Candace? While you're right next to Chris, just start making a real loud whiny noise and see if he puts his hand over his ear. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh,
2: God. He's oh, always no got his hands over his ears whenever I have. Oh, stop. She's <laughs> joking. I'm joking. <Aww>. I'm
3: joking.
2: <laughs> all right i'm joking
3: joking. what do you think of the lamp in the office
2: i did notice it with the orange
3: geometry geometric shape
2: yeah i'm not a huge fan of geometrical shapes i tend to like um i mean i guess the circles more but i don't like angular stuff so i'm not a huge fan of that kind of stuff i like more round
3: i feel like this was more contemporary right for 1988.
2: yeah i would say contemporary is not my style are
1: you talking about the the BB-8 lamp?
2: Yes, oh, that's, yeah, oh
3: my God, Chris, that's amazing, yes.
2: <laughs> I like the little Santa ornament.
3: See, I, yeah, I didn't know if that, I couldn't, is that cheesy or is that like, oh, cute?
1: No, my Nana had one of those. So that's just, <laughs> it's out of place. It's distracting.
2: But, why is it distracting? The Christmas ornament?
1: Yeah. It's just, Christmas. I know, but in an office place, it just seems like an if odd If I had an choice. office,
2: I would have Christmas decorations. But
1: would you have that style of Christmas decoration?
2: Yeah, I might. Maybe it's from their <laughs> nana.
1: I guess so, it could have sentimental value, but I would have that at home. They're pictures of all.
2: their family around, so they're obviously sentimental.
3: Yeah, I would not- have it at
2: home as opposed to your office. Right. is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, I guess.
3: The frames yeah. are so 80s too for the families.
2: Right. Oh god, yeah.
3: Like gold and silver. All Again, right, I'm done. That's a
1: su- that's a subtle Christmas thing though, silver and gold, right? From oh. Rudolph. So <laughs> I'm sure the producers were trying to sneak in as many Christmas references as they could.
2: Right. Oh yeah. Definitely. I love Christmas.
1: All right. Well on that note, shall we wrap it up here? I think yes. we'll wrap it up. So So uh, Dave, we're Dave, we're done for the week, right? So we did our three minutes. Yeah. yeah. And now we'll look, turn it over to the next team.
0: I don't believe that's how it works, Chris. Oh two so, we'll more. Be, so we'll be back tomorrow. Um but you can find Chris and I over on Star Trek Minute. We're available all on the social medias, the Twitters, the Facebook, um, the Tumblr at uh, Star Trek Minute. But here, we're talking about Die Hard, so you can find us at Die Hard Minute on Twitter, at the Die Hard with a Podcast Listener's Limo over on Facebook, and the really big site over at DieHardMinute.com. And if you'd like to catch up on any other of the cavalcade of Movies by Minute podcasts. visit moviesbyminute.com for more information we'll be back tomorrow talking about minute number 89 so we'll see you later bye now attention police tell me you got that I got it I got it I Hit your heart on channel 5